Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Happy Easter, everybody. Turn to your name, tell them happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Day. Lord is risen. The tomb is empty and the throne is not. Amen? Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. And on the third day he rose again and he's still living today. Hallelujah. And he wants to speak to your hearts today. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's a good day. It's a day in which we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The sting of death has been taken away. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to just welcome uh, the guests that are in town for Brian and Jenny's wedding. Hallelujah. Uh, our, our Pastor Sam, who left about one year ago to go to Chicago, God has opened up a door for his passport and all this stuff, American uh, green card, so that he can come here today and be at Brian Jenny's wedding, but also join us for Easter service. Welcome him. Hallelujah. Actually, Pastor Sam, why don't you come on up right now? Come on up right now. Yeah, get, get this on podcast too. Just record. Keep recording. All right. I'm going to just give... Praise the Lord. You know, I missed you guys. I did. And uh, when I left here, I said, Lord, you know, you know what my heart was. I was so sad. It was so difficult for me to leave. And in Hong Kong, I stayed one day. So that gave me a little. When I got to Chicago, Suma felt really bad for me. <laughs> she, she says, she tells me, Sam, I'm so sorry that I uprooted you and brought you here. You know? And I was like, yeah, you did. It's because of you I came to Chicago. You know, my life is miserable. But praise the Lord, God is good. Amen. And uh, now when I was coming back to Korea, I got out of the airport. I said, Lord, I feel like a foreigner here. And Chicago feels more like a home now. I mean, of course, it is my home now. But my brothers and sisters, God has been faithful to me. And he's been faithful the way he has blessed me. Me and Suma looked at one time together. Man, life almost feels too good to be true. But actually, it's not too good because best is yet to come. And, you know, God is alive and he is good. You know, and, you know, when I got there, you know, I was not sure about a lot of things, but I, I was received really, I got, got a very warm welcome. I was serving in an Indian church as a volunteer you know, they really wanted me to serve in the church. And they've been asking me for actually several years to move there. But I didn't really feel that that's a place where God wanted me to be there. And so I stayed there for a second and I helped organize certain things. And so the committee met with me so many times. They said, you know, this is the place, this is the place. God spoke to some people, but I said, hey, God is not speaking to me, you know. <laughs> but I don't know what happened. I was probably so used to Korean face that Indian face seemed very strange. <laughs> So guess what? I prayed and prayed and prayed. I said, they said, I said, I'm not going to take the position. I'm not going to take the position. And I prayed. 
And then there are two other Korean American churches who invited me. And I went and prayed in that place and it was good. And actually, by the way, wherever I go, honestly, in most of the churches, I meet somebody from GSEM. I, I went to a couple churches. I went into Hawaii. In Chicago, I was preaching at this church called Grace Church. And all of a sudden, I'm preaching. I went down. I said, Pastor Sam! I said, who knows me here? And this girl runs and hugs me. I'm saying, man, who is this girl? I had no idea who she is. I say, you remember me? I say, yeah, did I meet you? Because I went to several Korean churches in Chicago area where I've been. So I thought maybe it's somebody. He said, Pastor Sam, I was in GSEM. And I felt really bad. Actually... <laughs> You know, it, it's really bad because, you know, as a pastor, I want to remember the name. But she was here only for two months or three months during the summer. Okay, so she, I think like two years ago, and she remembered all my jokes, the Ipani and all the stuff, you know. She remembered all, all the, by the name, my name is Sam Ipan. So they, some of you don't know. So some people call me Sam Ipani. All right, that is my wife now. But anyway, God, God has been good. And uh, here I am, a married man. With a baby on the way. And uh, I'm happy to say, you know, Suma is, and I is a marriage made in heaven. It is. And not only, and the funny thing is, we are totally incompatible. <laughs> She's just the opposite of me. And I'm, you know, so we fought so much initially in our honeymoon all through her. <laughs> but I said, Lord, what's going on? But now we look at, we have the best marriage. We are like new lovebirds. And we were praying you know, for, we decided to wait one year for, for a baby, right? So after one year, you know, build our marriage and stuff like that in ministry. But then I met my friend, and he said, he said, you know, he was in seminary and all these things, and, you know, they were not sure. He said, you know, children are a blessing from the Lord. Amen? Amen. So he said, Brother Sam, receive it. I said, all right, I'll receive it. <laughs> so we, we decided to have a baby, and right away she was pregnant. And it's a baby boy. So next time we come, we'll have a, we'll have a baby boy. And, and, and the ministry that I'm serving in is a wonderful church. And by the way, yeah, so I was praying about the ministry where God would want me. So I preached at several places and they asked me. I did not feel, you know, that's a place. And then Suma, you know, she's a pharmacist. And uh, her, one of her, another pharmacist, she happens to be a Korean lady. And uh, when she found out that I was in Korea... She said, I want you to come for a dinner at our place. So I said, okay. We, we went there, and I went, and I was like, the place is full of cars. She invited like 30, 40, 50 young people, and that place is packed. And she wanted me to speak. <laughs> I said, what? At least tell me a little bit before, you know? She said, she said no, you know, you just speak. And, and I had a wonderful time. These are young, you know, Korean-American guy, guys and girls. And, I had a, and then... The pastor, assistant pastor happened to be there. And the senior pastor called me and said, hey, would you have lunch with me? I said, sure. So we, he's a young guy. And it's the, the bigger church is about 1,000 people or so. And he invited me. And we had a wonderful time. He said, we need a youth pastor. I said, I say, okay. But my calling is not particularly to the youths. You know? And I said, well, thank you. And when we had lunch. And then I was leaving. And then he said, our English pastor left last week. And uh, would you mind, actually, English ministry is kind of separate from the main church, and it's not really under the main church. So he said, would you mind, because I'll give you the phone number coming and speaking in English ministry. 
I said, sure. So, because in the other church, I, my, I told them till December. You know, from January, I said, from January, I'll be free, I'll come in and be free. And then, that's how I got into the church. It's a little different from this church, okay? I'll tell you why. It's mostly married people. Okay, and we, are, we have some older nochungas, you know, who, who, who are 35, 36, 37, and don't want to get married. Okay, those, those kind of guys. And we have only one, one single girl in our church, so bad for you guys if you come to Chicago. And, uh, but we have, we have more guys than girls, actually. And, um, but, but it's a wonderful church. It's uh, young, mostly Korean-Americans. We have, and many of them are born and raised there who are married to Korean girls. And uh, so it's, it's a wonderful church. And I'm their pastor, and it's such a wonderful to be there. Amen? And so I won't take too much of time. My, you know, the only thing that I want to share with you, as, as I was praying for you this morning, this verse came to my mind, and I just want to share with you a little bit. And uh, that's from Philippians. Chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. And by the way, special greetings from Suma. She even called me yesterday and told her, and also from my church. It kind of feels weird to say my church, because this is my church, you know. It's kind of... <laughs> okay, it says, every time I think of you, and this is, you know, whenever I pray for you, this is what, this is a verse that comes to my heart. Okay, and this morning when I was praying, and I was like, you know, this is the verse that came even this morning before you. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. And I really do. You know, I, I, my heart fills with joy. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy. And I do pray for you. Okay, I pray for many of you. I know many of you are single people who need to get married. And I have your names. Okay, I'm serious. Okay, I, I still pray for you. Not all of you, I would say, but many of you. Okay. And, you know, I was really encouraged because the church where, uh, where Suma goes, or we used to go, and that church had about 15 or 20 single girls, all in their late 20s and 30s, and no guys. And, the pa- you know, when you have a lot of single girls in a church, you know, pastor feels burdened. I don't know why. Because <laughs> when I was there, not only did I pray, I don't know whether Christian feels that way, but... It feels like, hey, they are my daughters who are like, ah, you know, I need to send them out, marry them out. <laughs> so the pastor of the church was really burdened too. And when I met him a long time ago, he said, you know, it's like, I have so many single girls in my church that I talk about it. You know, when I was in JSCM, you know, when I visited a couple of years ago, he was telling me, I have so many single girls in my church, you know. I'm like, burden. I said, talk about me. I feel the same way, you know. And, but last year, the pastor's wife, Got frustrated, okay? And she declared that this is the year for all you single girls. Amen. But, but the funny thing is, you know, you know, I don't know whether she meant it or she got to give her a vision or whatever. Every single girl got married. I'm not kidding you. I have never been to so many weddings in my life. And Suma was one of them. Okay, literally, I think the last girl is getting married right after I go back. Her name is Julie. And uh, I, I, I don't know, I asked Suma, is there any other girls in the church? I mean, there are younger girls, but none of uh, you know, marriageable who are, who are ready to marry. And uh, literally everybody, I said, boy, God hears prayer, Amen. <laughs> And uh, so I'm praying for you guys, okay? And I know Christian will, and if not, he's going to start today. 
Okay, he better. But, but another reason, you know, when I, when I saw you guys, and another reason, and it says later, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God wherever I pray. I make requests for all of you with joy. And I'm really happy to pray for you. Amen? For you have been partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time I first heard it till now. And I'm certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus. God does not leave anything unfinished. Okay? And that is true with this church. You know, I, I don't know. I, when I was standing at the back, I was thinking when I had to make a decision initially whether to take this church or not. You know, and some of you, how, how many of you were there initially? When, uh, okay, any of you. And I still remember I was like walking and running around my little apartment just because I was so stressed. Because I knew the moment I take over this church, everybody's going to leave. There's going to crash and burn. And I'm going to be all by myself. And Elder King will be at the back. And some of you don't know he was the elder before. And, you know, we both be the only two people left. You know, but God was faithful to this church. Amen. Because God spoke to me that God, this church is God planted it. Okay, and one of the things, and I was really happy when Young prayed. You know, one of the things that God, God really spoke to me when I was going through, because I was insecure. You know, not only I had no experience pastoring or preaching and all these kind of things, but God was all of a sudden asked me to take over this ministry. And, you know, you know, the, uh, you know I had to make an important decision. And during that time, God spoke to me one, one thing. Do the right thing, even when it's difficult. And I will be, be strong and courageous. Okay, because I'm your God, and don't look to yourself, look to me. And as soon as God spoke to me, I was so stressed, I sat down and I said, Lord, I'll follow you. Okay, I'm looking back, I'm so happy, I did. Okay, so God is with you, even when it's difficult, do the right thing. Okay, second thing I want to share with you, my life turned around, my ministry here turned around when I completely surrendered my life to God. Okay, I really remember one day that when God spoke to me from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Okay, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and plain. And this is your special act of worship. Okay, with, and there, there's a time when it comes in. It's like, I came as a Lord. My life is for you, for your glory. Okay, and, and I really surrendered. I said, Lord, I will go wherever you want me to go. I will marry whoever you want me to marry. And that's a hard decision to make because, you know, the, the, most of us think when you decide, completely give it, and it, it's fearful. Okay, but it's not fearful when you really trust God. Because that time I was thinking, man, if I really mean, what if God brings the ugliest girl into my life and wants to marry, you know? And uh, seriously, I mean, if, if God, if you completely surrender, that's why a lot of us are afraid. But I literally prayed and I meant it. I said, Lord, I will go wherever you want me to go. doesn't matter. It goes to Cambodia or India or America. or I will go where you will send me. Okay, and I will marry who would make me marry. And God did. And that changed my life. So my brother and sister, surrender your life to God. Okay? Because life is not about you. Life is about God and what He wants to do through your life. Okay? So take focus off yourself. What about my life? What I want to do? You know, what, what is with me? And one, that's one of the things, God. Take the focus off yourself and focus to God. Third thing, stay faithful. Okay? Stay faithful in the little things Stay faithful when it gets difficult. Because God always tests your faithfulness. He always. You know, and when I was there, I, I was thinking to so many things that I've been through that God helped me. Okay. 
to be faithful and to help me to give gave me the strength. And I can look back and again say, hey, I'm blessed. You know, and there are more challenges ahead of me, which is still coming. But so far, it's good. Amen. And God is, let me go ahead and just pray for you. And then let's, let's all pray. Close our eyes. And um, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Uh, why don't you do this? And why don't you pray for me? Okay? We're just going to, you don't have to send. And I'm just going to say, Shijak, and we're all going to start. And then you pray for me. Okay? And then I'll pray for you at the end. All right, let's go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let your name be glorified. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Father, I bless the JSC. In your name, Lord. I pray, Father, that let this be a church with us in fire, Lord, for your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise, Lord Jesus. Because only you and you are worthy. Father, thank you for our new Philadelphia church. Father, thank you that you have been faithful to this church of God. Lord Jesus, you are the head of this church. And you are a God who is alive and who is strong, Lord Jesus. And Father, I've seen your faithfulness in my life, Lord. And I've seen your faithfulness to this church. Father, as I stand, Lord, I stretch my hand and bless these people, Lord, in your name. And bless this church, oh God. Father, I pray that you will continue to raise this church up as a church that worships you, Lord. Not just here, but in the world also, Lord. Let this be a church who serves you, who's humble, And who's not afraid to go forward when you show what's right to do, Lord. I pray, Father, that, Lord, let your anointing continue to flow in this church, O God. Holy Spirit, have your way in this church. And I pray, Father, for everybody here. I pray, Father, that, Lord, many of them are in the crossroads. I pray that you will give them your wisdom to make the right decision, to take go forward and not be lazy, Lord Jesus. To keep going forward to where you want them to go, Lord. And not just be in in their comfort zone, O God. That, Father, let the name of Jesus be exalted in this church. Father, I also take this time to pray for people who are single, who are in a marriageable age, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray your blessing, the, the blessing of a marriage in their life, Lord. Father, I pray that it's so important that they find the right people, O God. And I pray, Father, that as they stay faithful as single people, Lord, I know that you will bring them into their lives, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray that you will continue to bless us. And uh, Father, let your name be glorified. And we thank you this day, Lord. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life for us, Lord. And who died for our sins so that we might live, Lord. And help us to live the life of resurrection that you have shown us, Lord. And Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, JSCM.